Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jen is in ferocious humor. <laughs> So, if I'm carrying, leave her be. <laughs> leave her be. She's... I've had another dish here. I need some annual leave. She needs AL. <laughs> I need a bit of AL. She I'm needs putting AL. in for it now. I think you should. I think it's... I'm not, the fucking boss. I, not, not like AL, huh? Put of AL. Who would you get on? Himself? Huh? Who would you get on? Who would I get on? <gasps> Who would I get on? Mm. Who would I get on? I don't know. You'd have to. You've already carried... Quite a few episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the neck of me. The neck of you. Hello, and you are very welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. My name is Jen. Manna Makala. <laughs> it sounds really magical up here today. Because of the, the wind chimes. It's like, oh, you're in a fucking weird apartment. Maybe it'll chill, chill me out and give me some zen vibes. Actually, people were chimes. ripping me out of it for my singing. I saw, yeah, the DM. So the image. That is the image of me, though. It is. Yeah. I will share. You sing an awful lot. I should have shared. Yeah. Singing these sentences when I'm... Actually, I've noticed people around me start doing that. And it's actually hilarious. I love it. Like, it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't yeah. got a note in your head, though. No, not a not one, Jen. Not, not one. Not a 0.5 of one. No. Like, <laughs> neither do I. Not as bad as you, but <laughs> close. Like, <laughs> close. Um, so, this episode. <laughs> where did we go? There we are. There we are. We're Sorry, back. we're getting new equipment soon. Don't fucking talk to me. We've been saying this for seven weeks. We've literally been talking about new equipment for so long. Okay. Our assets have been frozen. Mm. It's like we're fucking. <laughs> I feel like it. I feel like I'm a nama. <laughs> I was gonna say like, what's the fucking assets bureau? Who's caught up in that bleeding Westies or something? <laughs> I feel like a Westie. I feel like Sean Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah, the general. Oh, oh stop. Um yeah, we're trying. So sorry if this sounds shit. Yet again, there's a wind trying to kill me down. Yeah. So remind me, chill out, Jen. Hear the vibes of yeah, the wind. Exactly. Just, yeah. Um, this episode is about toxic, toxic friendships. We've been well. This is a branch on the whole friendships topic in the first place because anytime we ask what you want to hear, there will always be several friendships. All you ask for is fucking friendships. So, and I don't get it, but it, I do. But I mean, it must be a big thing. Like, I feel it, like once you find your fella, right, and if you've a long term partner, the only real change. Because, yeah, like, I, I would say that friendships change in this point in your life, in your 30s later. Friendships change more than your fellow. Do you get me? Yeah. Unless I, you're somebody who's dating consistently in a, you know, in that kind of way. But, like, I feel like at this point, I don't know a lot of people who are, like, over the age of of 35. I don't know a ton of people who are still casually ga- dating quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's just personal. But... I feel like I know a lot of people who are still in very tumultuous friendships Mm -hmm. in that kind of way. So we did toxic friendships. Um, This is kind of, it's going to be a bit of a rickety dickety subject, I think, for the both of us. And it was something that we tried to avoid because... Don't want to get to it. Well, you don't want to offend anybody that may be listening. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> anyway, friends are out there. Um, look, I think we've all. I'm sure we'll go when we go through it. We've had a massive response, obviously, because this is something that everybody wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, 
we are going to be continuing it on in the Patreon. We mm. also put up a poll up about Patreon and uh, a lot of our patrons said that they love when we give them juicier, <laughs> juicier bits to our main episodes, which is kind of generally, we do that sometimes. So we will be kind of getting a bit more candid mm. in our Patreon. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, maybe think about spinning on over there. We give you five extra episodes a month mm-hmm. um you get one a week every monday is when we release them we release these on sundays those guys go on a monday so you can stagger them yourselves i'm not your ma you know yourself you don't have anything for the next week if you if you eat them too quickly yeah um you can only get a few marshmallows and uh that's what we're doing over there and it's all for the handy dandy number of six euros and don't forget to make the extra episode every mm-hmm. month with a special guest we do we are recording tonight with the queen of toxic friendships herself, Lindsay Hamilton. So, so that fake account that wrote in wanting the tea, subscribe to our Patreon if you want to find out. Because get it. Because <laughs> um, she will be our TMU of the month this mm-hmm. month. We yeah. do one with a guest. We've had some amazing guests. Uh, people loved the Killian Sunderland episode. We had Shane Daniel Byrne, who's mm-hmm. obviously just done his entitled video, which is comedy, if you guys yes. are looking for a little LOL. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a little sketch on the the bridal march um which i read a really interesting thread on but we'll talk about it another time really interesting thread about how it was like a media spin very cool it w- was ridiculous looking we'll talk about it on the page i've, okay. I've thoughts um i've thoughts jennifer okay but i want to keep this mad streamlined but yeah we've had some cool guests we've had claire Baldwin giving it to us yeah. straight we've had mm-hmm. um had really really cool people so yeah fiddly fuck there. off on over there huh <laughs> <laughs> Give me your money. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I can't say now. I, this will probably be one of those topics where it'll be memory unlocked. I can't really say that I've had a lot of toxic friendships, but I'm one of the, those people that doesn't have. You got blinkers on, girl. I, I have a very small friend group. Like I don't like back in the day. I would have had a bit like would have been in not a gang like do you know what I mean not, we're not fucking you know crips on the bloods <laughs> but like heads down massive yeah but like we would have been just like a group of mates and nobody got too close I think I feel it was okay. just like we were all like you know having a laugh or whatever I feel and, like there's situational friendships as well mm. where it's kind of like you just go where the gang go yeah, that's and it. that's just like, that's when you're like, want to go heaven tonight. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just mm-hmm. kind of like the same repeat of the same couple of weekends and you're going out two to three times a week with the same yeah. people. And Yeah, but I have heard of groups that have like, always have that one girl that's like overly dramatic and she drains the fucking energy mm. out of everyone else. And, you know, I suppose we have to disclaim like, there, obviously there's, it's so hard to navigate, isn't it? Because, like, I, I haven't... If you're my toxic friend, don't yeah, listen to them. We're not talking about... Yeah, so... There's toxic situations, I think, in friendships. And I think people can navigate th- their way out of them quite easily. I think yeah. it's important to remember that, like, not every... There's toxic situations in relationships. There's times I that I look back at me and Tom, I'm like, you fucking cringe. Like, you would never react that way anymore. Mm-hmm. That was so weird. Um, and I think but there, then I think there is some there is some things where you're like okay we're done I do think a lot of people put so much weight and I'm probably one of them into how a friendship used to be versus how a friendship is now that's the same with relationships that can create a toxic environment especially if like people move on and they grow out of friends mm-hmm. and they grow out of and it's really sad and it's really shit but um, oh my god, there's your other half. There's the other half. Toxic relationships, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He's just inspecting. He's oh. just inspecting the hammock that it's went just, flying over the balcony earlier. It went over the balcony into the neighbor's garden, lads. Like Back. I, I came running out. I'd say they were like, "Who is this woman?" <laughs> I came out like a fucking bat out of hell. <laughs> Give me my fucking umbrella. <laughs> That's my umbrella. It's my own umbrella. <laughs> God bless you. Um, Nature's rubbing me up, fella. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't you fuck in there. All I heard was this. Oh, and God. I was like, holy. I was like, what is that? And then I just heard. And I looked in. And it's flying away. It's some difference, isn't it, between this week and last week with the old weather? Well, I, to be honest, last week was too hot. It was a bit much. It was too warm, guys. It was too warm. It was very clammy. Um, anyway, back to the topic. Yeah. Yes. So I think, yeah, I think you can grow out of friendships. I think we'll probably talk about this quite a bit. And I do want to get crack a um, Because me and you are posing as 
more so mediators I think like yeah. I I it's just not fair mm-hmm. like I wouldn't sit down and be like to- like oh well this girl was so toxic because she did this and yeah yeah I know like you's no, you're probably fo- like you's, you's know me you're listening right now <laughs> you know what I mean that kind of way mm-hmm. so I think we'll keep it as light there are some people that I seriously don't give a fuck about anymore um mm-hmm. but yeah I think what I have seen a lot and I think in this age it is really difficult to make friends yeah yeah because gone are kind of I mean gone are the days of popping down to the local pub without a fucking booking I mean I need to find somebody to make the bloody booking with first hello publican yeah the whole socialising aspect especially in the last two years good luck making any fucking mates but I think you're right in the way that you say people put a lot of weight in and I think they put a lot in a lot of weight in how long they've been friends yeah, as well yeah do you know like if Pete, if two mates have been friends since they were five mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they almost feel obliged to, to, to and I'm like that I'm literally like that and my sister is very like that as well so mm-hmm. like she'd be the person that I would speak to probably the most about mm. my friend issues because I I do try and I do keep a lot like I would I I've a lot of I've a lot of friend mm-hmm. separate friendships <laughs> yeah yeah like I've a lot of people that don't relate to each other do you know what I mean like I've separate and that's just through work and mm-hmm. life and the and Instagram yeah well a lot that's of friends off Instagram yeah, yeah. I, I'd be the same like I we're sitting right here you would probably <laughs> never get along with not not that you wouldn't get along with but I wouldn't really put you and my friend Sonia together yeah exactly you, know I mean? you wouldn't like force us into a room and be like no have yeah. fun no two of you are my mates yeah. no you have to be mates you no kiss yeah exactly <laughs> 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 Yeah, but I, I don't do. want to play seven minutes in heaven with Hassan. You okay? Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. There, there is that whole thing of putting the weight into how long you have been mates, and then you kind of nearly feel bad, like, even if you do feel like you should cut ties for whatever reason. You just wouldn't. You just you just kind of you excuse a lot of behaviour, don't yeah, you? Yeah, You're yeah, just yeah. kind of like, oh well, you know, they're like I'm hardly gonna. Mm-hmm. No, that's wrong. It's like when you're in a relationship and you're no longer with the person you fell in love with. Yeah. They're just not the person that you fell in love with and that's what you're trying to cling on to. And I think as well, I'm one of these people, like I say it all the time, if a man does anything to disrespect me, they're gone. That's it. Like, I'm stone cold. Mm-hmm. My friends, I'm totally different. Mm. I'm a dumb bitch when it comes to my mates. Really? Yeah. I'll put my hands up and I'll say that I'm like, and <laughs> my sister's like, you are, just, you, just, you are a different person when it comes to like loyalty and... Mm-hmm you let people disrespect you in friendships quite a bit. And she's like, which is just not the person that you are. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I've gotten better at. Definitely, definitely over the years. Definitely since the age of of, of 25, I'd say. And I, I hate to say it, but I think Tom has made me a bit better as well. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have that kind of person to... Hold the pedestal up again, like the yeah, where you're kind of like, well, I wouldn't let you fucking away with it, would I? Yeah. You know, and like mm-hmm. if you kind of, and then you have that sound board as well, where you're like, actually, I wouldn't. What the fuck is going on here? Do you mm-hmm. know, um, but mate trauma is a real thing. Yeah, friend trauma is a real, real. I fucking hate conflict as well. Like, I know, uh, you know, and especially with mates, it's just harder, isn't it? Like, it is, like yeah. with boyfriends, you're kind of like it's easier I just I find it easier mm-hmm. I don't know why I think it's I, I don't know if it's the physical aspect of the relationship or something that like makes it yeah um, or, mediates it a little bit or I, I don't really know but it's yeah it's tough it's tough yeah you something does feel like when you're in a say with your fella or whatever and something kind of goes right you know you're gonna sort it out you know mm-hmm. you're golden it's kind of fine but if you're having a bit of a disagreement or you're not sure whether your mate is pissed off with you over something it knocks you until it's sorted. Literally, you're like, <laughs> yeah, you, it's so anxiety. It gets you so yeah. down, yeah, so anxiety riddled the yeah. whole time. You're just like, <laughs> and you can't. You wake up thinking of it. You go to bed thinking of it. With a guy, I'm literally like, cool, block off, I go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a strange one. No, I do get it. You put out a question box or a story out on the Instagram, um, just. To asking people for their toxic stories, how they got through it, how they dealt with it, how they would kind of advise other people how to get through it um, and people just wanted to vent didn't they yeah I think so and then I think some people I haven't read the messages I purposely don't do it until the podcast starts I just did. so that I can get the um, <laughs> I always do the, uh, the surprise aspect of it but I do I saw the start of you know when you open your home screen you can see some of the DMs I feel like people are just like well wait I've 
Why didn't you get an yeah, like, yeah, 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 that kind of thing. Yeah. So, just kind of like the housemates episode, like I can't believe these people exist. Type of thing. friend, <laughs> type of friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it'll be good to kind of go through some of the situations, discuss them, because you guys um gave them to us to discuss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the, well, the first one here in the box says, "Where do we even begin?" A lot of laughy faces. Absolutely no explainer on that. I think you're going to be shocked. I think you're going to get a, a, a spin of your head back. I think you're going to start realising this is an episode for realising things. Yeah. Oh no, I feel like it's going to be a serious yeah. one. It's not going to be like housemates or... It's not going to be crack. <laughs> it's not going to be crack, no. It's not going to be like... It's going to be heavy. Yeah, it's going to be heavy enough. Like, um, had a gaslighting friend when she owed me money. Uh, we'll be like, oh my God, chill. Would you get it? You will get it back. Had a friend like that. I've had a few friends like that. Mm. <laughs> I've had quite a few friends like that over the years. Yeah. And you're like, I'm chill, I'm chill, I'm chill. And then you're like, okay, I don't mean to be a petty bitch, but like, where's the fiver? Where's the fiver? Yeah. Because it's not five euro, Sarah. Mm-hmm. It's the it's, culmination. It's probably 150 euro at this point. Yeah. Um. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think with the money thing, I feel like some people do it not only out of, you know, stinginess or win- windiness. I think a lot of people do it to test boundaries. Yeah, it's like, how much will you let me away with kind of here? And it's like, it's like a gaslighting friend. It's almost like a gaslighting technique. Do you think that's yeah. kind of an, an unconscious thing, though? Or do you think people would be deceitful enough to, or like, you know, kind of... That are doing it like... Yeah. I think I had a friend who did this quite a bit. And it was almost like a laugh. Like, it was like, a, it was like oh, typical. Um... But I remember we were, we were kind of discussing it one of the times and it was like, hang on here. Is it like, is it done out of badness or is it done out of innocence? Mm-hmm. You know, in that kind of way, like, do they just grow up a little bit entitled? Yeah. Where it's kind of like they don't think of, it's like, oh yeah. But then in the same way, they think they're contributing. It's like, you know, say, say me and you are going to lunch, right? Mm-hmm. And there's somebody else that's called Teresa. And Teresa is like, oh, don't have my card on me. That's grand. And then the next time we go for lunch, we all chip in three ways. And then the next time Teresa doesn't have her card again. And then the next time. So it's almost like she's like, I always pay, but you didn't. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's like you're skipping rounds there. You're skipping rounds. Mm -hmm. I see you. I see you. Uh, But yeah, I find I find a lot of these things are like so much more straightforward with guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be like. Me. Give me that five of your fucking dope. Do you know what I mean? Be like, yeah. I order fucking stinge ball. You yeah. didn't get your job. You'd be, never say that to your mate. We should be more like that. We should. We, we should, should be more upfront. Yeah. We should. Yeah, yeah. Guys just snake. I feel like guys only snake each other when it comes to like women yeah. and money. Mm-hmm. And that's like it. Whether it's girls snake each other just all of the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. I would, I would agree. I would agree. Um, I have a blank statement. Apologies, but uh, uh, I just moved away from them. I ain't got time for the amount of uh, bad vibes that they bring. Okay, Claire, there you go. Uh, Claire, bald and Claire Fulham. Actually, I was having a conversation with her, um, and she was like, "Carla, when you get, when you get to my age, I was like, you're only three years older than me, but okay." And she's like, "You just don't have time mm. for people." And you just chop them out and that's just it. You just make the cut, fuck that, fuck this. You're not being a good friend, fuck that. You just don't have time. Mm-hmm. But I was like, is that also because you're married with kids? Yeah, you know? I think it's a lot easier to, yeah. It's a lot easier to distance, isn't it? When you're like, I've got so much other thing, look like mm-hmm. I get home and Bobby's wooling the head off you kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. I know, see my situation, I'm more so, like I, like I always had a small friend group anyway, so like I, ha- I would have had... Growing up, I would have had three, like, Amy, Sonia and Graham. Now, Graham, I've, I fucking only saw him for the first time in three years, like, last week. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's that kind of, like, always knowing him, d- could talk to him about fucking at him. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's great. Do you know? He, he's, like, he's fine. Amy, kind of, we, we were childhood friends. Mm-hmm. Like, as in, always together. Then we kind of grew apart, different friend groups, all that kind of thing. We still, like, any time I see her, it's just like, ah, oh, hey, hon. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's grand. And then we catch up on all the little bits. Both of us have kids now. It's not really like, you know, she would have a friend that she would go on her nights out with. I would have my friend that i go on my nights out with. And we're always saying, Jesus, we should have a night out. But it's such an Irish thing and we just never do it. Mm. You know what I mean? But it will happen. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she will be a close 
person at my wedding say for instance or do you know that kind of thing like I feel like I, that's that and then I have my other friend who I, I'd meet up with on occasion with kids and she'll also be in the same position as my other friend I haven't really I don't really I'm really as close with anymore mm. so that's like that's all I have really I don't have and then I'd have like say you we talk on a daily basis yeah. it's mad because we've been only friends for, like since 2018 yeah. It's weird because it's like we don't consider each other, but we do at yeah, the same time. I it's know, really strange. yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's like you're one of my closest friends, but I don't con- like. No, you, yeah. you almost don't think of it because you're like. Well, you would never say that, like, oh, here's your closest friends. I'd not, I'd yeah, I'd never rattle you off. <laughs> you just get forgotten. Fuck off, <laughs> is it because we have a business? I don't know. I don't know what it is, or is it just the kind of people that we are? I don't. I don't know. Do you know what it is as well? Sometimes I feel a bit like, not embarrassed, but sometimes I feel like there's this real kind of thing around like internet friends. There is. It's like it's they're like not it's real. not genuine. Like I talk to Vanula every single day. Yeah. Like I hang out with her twice or three times a week. She lives around the corner from me. We talk about everything. Yeah. Like she'd be one of my closest confidants. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I like, again, like wouldn't, you wouldn't, rattle her off. wouldn't be rattling her off. Same with like Claire, same with Lindsay. Like yeah. chat to those girls pretty much every day, especially Claire. Like me and Claire spend so much time on the phone to each other. But I never feel like, my good friend Claire my good friend. you know it's yeah. really weird but and it, it's funny because Lindsay's really good at championing everybody as her friend yeah she's really good like that she really like includes she knows how to decipher yeah whether relationships yeah. I don't know what it is with like internet I don't know either yeah because so remember I even came yeah. to like I even had that epiphany I think it was on a Patreon episode about it was about a month and a half yeah. ago or something and you I was like, like we're, we're actually friends, friends. <laughs> Forget, like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what it is. It is there's just that kind of like little veil of, but like the internet is, and this is something that I actually want to talk about. Bumble have just launched Bumble BFF. Ah, so it's it's a friendship data. It's a friendship app now. That's nice. Which I think is perfect, and I think this is kind of like because I know a lot of the times when people have asked us to discuss friendships, they've kind of been like, I, I don't really have any friends anymore, Aww. and that's. And I think a lot of people, that's why people are kind of coming to us because obviously we're mates. We do, you know, we do the podcast, we do the bits, we do the bops. Mm. But it's, it's a nice, I think this is the future. Yeah. Because like I saw um, Ray Quinney, she's on Twitter. Um, she made a private Instagram, so I don't think she's doing her main Instagram anymore. Uh, Ray Quinney, Rachel Quinn. And she talks a lot about kind of like she's single, she dates a lot, blah, 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 blah stuff like that. But she's also 30 and she's like, all my mates are settling down, having kids, getting married. I'm a single Pringle. Like she lived in London for a while, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I can't wait until the pandemic's kind of truly over. And I can meet some of these people that I've been, that I've been chatting to on Bumble BFF because we've loads of the same interests. Mm. They're girls like me. Aww. They're single, do you know, in that kind of way. And she's like, and it's nice to have, obviously I love my mates who are yeah, shacked up, but it's nice to have the, those other kind of girls around you as well. Mm-hmm. So if you're somebody out there who's like, give it a go. Yeah. Like, we could all use a new friend. Definitely. Because it's weird how like work friendships, and I feel like that can be, if you don't get a good working crew, mm-hmm. kind of fucked, aren't you? Like you've even talked about like your new crew and work and like yeah. they get you through things. And if you do start a new job and especially with remote work and like that's difficult because you can't really build those. Yeah those relationships yeah like I I joined work what seven six seven months before the Penny D mm-hmm. set in and I'm lucky because I have I, I actually feel like the pandemic has brought me closer to a lot of people but it's also I've missed out on a lot of other kind of mm-hmm. like nights out and other kind of bits and bobs like that because of the Penny D yeah so yeah I, I'm I'm the same with workmates like the way, the way with internet mates yeah you don't you don't name them off yeah don't mail them off they exist but you tell them your deepest darkest secrets you tell them your de- deepest darkest secrets you tell um, them too much but you wouldn't you overshare yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still think it's mad when uh, some of my workmates meet up like outside of work I'm like oh you're mad thing yeah you're like whoa yeah <laughs> whoa. well whoa. and you're not getting drunk Okay. Whoa. Are you like All going right. for a coffee? He's just gonna be talking about work. Like, well, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. You don't exist other than the sphere of this it's hospital. Weird. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. yeah. But there are your people in work, like. Yeah, but then in work you're like, don't you fucking say that, Sandra? I love her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. But you don't consider them your mates either. Have you seen that tweet? And it's like nowhere else. And it was like a guy um, chatting, um, and he was like, nowhere else would you have 
like a work friend like 58 year old James who works in accounting no, absolutely not I was like yo where's my homie yeah. <laughs> where's my homie James are you not in today oh. I know yeah yeah there's so many like yeah because even where I work there's loads of different like porters and mm-hmm. like different people in the, the hospital and you take the piss out and yeah. it's security guards and stuff like that and it's just like you're like you've not been in for a while Gary. I would, yeah I would never meet these people anyway but you have the best crack with them like you talk shy to them though shite. stuff that you say yeah oh my god I yeah. repeats my head I, I, just, go, to I just go through the, the all right uh, how's it going I'm eating again you know yourself you know, yeah, that you're kind like, of thing. And then you, you miss them. You do. Yeah. Annual leave, was it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I've left two toxic friendships, one in school and one in college. Both are the same warning signs. I was always there for them and I told them how it was. I truly believe I was a good, solid friend. In both instances, they take their moods out on me if anything went wrong. And how I knew it was toxic was nobody else would see their nasty or volatile sides. I confronted both, essentially broke up with them and felt thrilled afterwards. How I knew it was for the best was when it caused me more stress than it did happiness. Hmm. Weirdly enough, the one from school grew up a lot since then and we've naturally come back together. It's quite nice. Aww. I kind of love that. Yeah, that's nice. I think that is a massive warning sign. If you see the way that they treat other people versus the way that they treat you. Oh, yeah. You're kind of like, oh, and that, again, is boundaries. It's the boundaries. And then, like you were saying earlier on about the kind of testing people, is it just a, is it a lack of respect? I think just because they've known you so long or whatever the situation might be, did they just lose respect for you and don't consider you that I think important? Be, yeah, I think I, I've seen that. You can almost see it happen to you and you're like, how do I stop this? But you can't because it's, it's very much a them problem. Mm-hmm. It's like with lads same kind of idea like somebody wrote in being like related friendships are like relationships sometimes without sex and it's like you can almost see it where it's like how is this happening to me it's like we're a married couple or something yeah yeah and like how are we how is this happening in front of my bare eyes and i don't know what to do about it mm-hmm. kind of thing because it's, it's hard to challenge a friend yeah because there's always well i've had this and i've had that and this has been going on and that's been going on blah 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 and you know there's always there's always situations that yeah you're not there's included so much in. history as well mm. like and in, in friendships that it's like where do you fucking start when it comes mm. up to having a, an argument or yeah i wonder is counseling for friends a thing i'm sure there is mediation i'm sure there is like i'm sure someone's making a quick few punt yeah off that mm. you know I'd love to know. I'd like to know. To, I'd like to hear it. I would like to see it. I would like to see it. I have a DM here. Mm. Hi girls, love the pod. I listen to you every week in Australia. Well, it says Australia. Oh, it could be Austria. Could be Austria. Why is it AUS? Why, why am I using a, an Australian accent for Austria? <laughs> Austria? <laughs> We're irrelevant. <laughs> they're, far, they're somewhere foreign. <laughs> AUS, then it's Australia. It does, yeah. Yeah. I was just trying to be open-minded. You were just trying um, to say Austrian, where yeah. we do have a few listeners there. I mean, I mean we're international, baby. <laughs> Had a friend from National School and I thought we were super clu- close until I realised she was just out for herself and more like rent-a-friend. I've heard mm, that quite yeah. a lot. Uh, came to Oz and helped her and the boyfriend out by letting them stay for free and lots more without anything in return. Fast forward to her wedding and I, where I'm bridesmaid. Flew home to Ireland with my boyfriend. Paid for the hen party, hotel rooms, etc. Wedding outfits, etc. And... Um, it was an expensive trip, but I wasn't going to miss it. I asked her to be my my bridesmaid and she said, yeah, but never committed to giving me a dress size or anything I needed to start for the wedding. I was getting married in Oz and she was coming over. She rang me one day for a chat and then rings back the next day when I knew something was up. She, ca- she cancelled on my wedding saying money was tight and some other BS. Then I find out that they had brought, bought and investment property earlier that year we're planning baby number two and a few weeks before my wedding i see on my snapchat the bitch is in spain or something from another friend i actually found out that all of her friends had given her money for her ticket to oz as a 30th gift too came home the following year and she tried to be all nice and hugs and have a catch up blah blah i was over at this stage she finally showed her true colors when she confronted me in the toilet while I'm out at an Irish wedding party with my family, she turned it all back on me and how I had never bothered to check in on her in the, pre- in the previous year. The actual cheek. I walked out and I haven't spoken to her since. It's been almost two years and I still need... I still... She still need a 
the odd message sorry that's misspelled probably sends uh, sends the odd message or likes a post on Instagram and um, have heard from mutual friends she's gone around a few new besties since and is still only over herself anyways sorry a bit long but I haven't got uh, that off my chest for a while I find like I, I know of certain people that seem to go through friends like the fucking clappers like they're they always just seem to have a new friend that they're like oh my god my bestie yeah oh my god my bestie and then like I don't it could be like the space of a year or something or two years and then it's another person that's yeah. like, oh my god my bestie and it's like anytime they were t- talking about how the other friendship isn't as like it isn't a, such a thing anymore it was always like oh they did this and it was like yeah but you're the common denominator yeah I think there is yeah I think there is that isn't it and it's kind of like accountability is a thing that maybe you yeah. could take at some point I feel like there's a lot of people who are just like oh woe is me yeah D- these there's people. a lot of victims out there yeah no, yeah, there's a lot of victims but out you there. know by the person it's like no you know you're the problem I know that yeah. you're the problem but yeah I can't say that to you. Yeah, there can there look there can be a lot of that where it's like, but I, again, sometimes with that I'm like, are we being a bit harsh? Do people just some people just grow out of their friends quick? Do you know they're very situational people? No, I mean, no. This person, there's always a conflict. That's how the, the other ah. friendship ends. Oh, I know what you mean. It's not like just a phasing. No, it's no, a conflict. No. Yeah, no, it's a conflict, and that's yeah. how they dead end. Like they don't just keep in touch or grow away from yeah. each other. There, there have been a few of those people in like the person that I'm like talking about but very rare it's usually like oh that bitch did this or you know like you're like no I know you definitely had a big huge part to play in that though that's absolutely crazy yeah up in here I've been friends with this girl since I was a baby there has always been a tension between us especially since I had my first baby seven years ago when I was 18 she always questioned my parenting, my behaviour. If I had a messy drunk night once, she'd act like I did something to her. Or if I fought with my fella and I went back to him, she'd take it personally. Oh. Just always been so opinionated on my life, but I just brushed it off. Well, we don't speak anymore since two months ago. She lives in a different county. We hadn't seen each other over in, in over a year because of COVID, so she arranged the surprise visit with my boyfriend, which was nice. We planned to go for drinks and dinner with us and the kids. I was in the middle of a rough patch with my fella. And when I was getting ready, I was venting to her and she told me to shut up. I'm so mean, even though she hates my fella and she didn't want to listen to any negativity. Then she was moaning about how she wasn't in the mood to go out, etc. Just bringing down the vibe. We went out. I was looking at my phone for a minute and she told me to stop looking at my phone because it's not fair on the kids because they don't have their tablets and started a full on fight with me about the kids and their tablets and me on my phone. Kids she hasn't seen in over a year. Then we went home, we played Scrabble. She started a fight over the Scrabble because my fella said he was winning and she said, it's not about who wins. She's 28 like. Then I tried my best to be nice and and talk. She got a text off a girl I no longer talked to and she says, I'm going to leave and go out with her, but I'll be back later. I was like, did you not arrange to come see me and stay in mine? I text her. I told her not to come back because she was using my house as somewhere to stay. Then she texted me and told me, well, you shouldn't have fell out with this girl. Then it's not your fault. You're not friends with her because of your behavior. Five years ago, we fell out. So we haven't spoken since. Sorry, that's long. Few things in this one. <sighs> Unpopular opinion? Yeah. I feel like you're the common denominator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel bad saying that because I, lo- I fucking love our listeners, but I think maybe check yourself. Or we don't have enough context. Maybe I'm being maybe, unfair. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm being unfair. I want to take it step by step, okay? Yeah. So, uh, question my beha- my parent and my behaviour is messy drunk when I she acted like she did something to her. That I see both sides because that can be really frustrating as a friend when you've a mate and you're just trying to have a fucking good night out and then mm-hmm. it goes too far. I think that if you had a fight with your fella and then you go back to them, I think that's something that we grow out of. It's something that we take really yeah, personally. Yeah, still. Well, at the age of twenty eight, I think like I, I think as well that when it comes to this mates can fight over fellas for a couple of different reasons but it is very fucking hard and I have a few of those myself it's very hard to watch your mate with a scumbag isn't it like it's very hard especially when they're venting to you and you're like I know this because I see the way he treats you I know this because I and you're trying to almost play tough love with them Hmm. so it's hard to kind of 
it's hard to kind of keep that like how again how do you respect your boundaries as the friend who's listening to it because you're like I don't want to fucking hear this shit anymore I saw something really good I can't remember where I saw it it was just a really short and sweet kind of thing but it's more it's more of a going forward thing Mm. so say if somebody's having a rant to you or Mm. event about and especially if it's about somebody so like your mate is bit ranting about a fella start the conversation off by saying okay so am i listening to your problem or am i solving your problem oh because if it's but just is that a not a bit thing, like no because like you know the way this maybe somebody, a nicer tone <laughs> well <laughs> no, nicer it's tone to fucking it's to find it's because if all i want to do is have a bit of a vent about adam yeah. I don't want you to tell me to fucking break up with them. I just yeah. want to have a little bit of a vent. I'm not looking for unwanted advice here. Yeah. I just... So I think it's good to establish at the start... That's that, good. That's good, You Jen. know? Oh, Jen. I think that's good. I, lo- I loved it when I saw that because I was like, oh, that could look really... Because you know when you're in fucked off humour mm. and then somebody starts giving you advice that you didn't ask for, yeah, it just you makes it worse. Yeah. I'm like, that is just the perfect way to, like put a little cinch yeah. in it and yeah. be like no I just want to vent and it's like okay girl go for it mm-hmm. do you know it's hard and I, then that way the person who's receiving it you're knows also okay, setting the boundary I'm rubber your glue like that yeah, kind of thing like yeah. do you know it'll just bounce off me it's fine I'm just here to listen to it I'm rubber your glue I love that that kind of thing do you know you come out with some clangor sometimes girl well I, I can't claim that I saw her somewhere I can't claim online. it I can't claim that one no I definitely saw that somewhere online and I'm just like relaying it but going forward that's probably because Very that smart. friend is probably going oh well you're always giving out about your fella so like why are you going back to him now and that's probably why she's taking it personally because she doesn't realise she's your friend and she's supposed to just listen you're yeah. not being serious it was just the heat of the moment thing do you I know love that. I love that I like that too I like that too I think it's good to set the boundaries because I know what it's like when you're like I'm listening to you talk about this bloke and oh my god like oh my god what do I have to do what do I have to do what do I have to do and then it can be very hard when it's like they come back and they have like they're broken up and you're like well I didn't fucking tell you and then they get back together and you're like oh no and then it creates a bit of a tension and an awkwardness between you and them you a bit of a yeah a bit of a say and everything Mm, yeah it does it it includes you in the in the friendship or in the fucking relationship yeah Yeah. whereas if you establish at the beginning look I just want to have a little bit of tea at the moment I just want to have a little rent I'm not looking for you to get involved around I'm just fucking bastard did this you know that kind of thing I think it's a it's a lot less responsibility for the listener to take yeah like I think like it's funny even like when me and you moan about Tom and Adam on this mm. I'm like that's not for anyone to pick up their own fucking yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean I'm yeah. like no no I'm just having a little vent yeah exactly no no mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> publicly on a fucking public platform oh yeah like, no but you know it slips out it slips out sometimes it, does, it slips yeah. out you know it slips out mm-hmm. no offence taken the heat the shite, type yeah. of thing like. um, so there's that yeah um then we kind of move on to we haven't seen each other the COVID the night out sitch that's yeah which she thought was nice getting ready venting shut up I'm so mean about the fella yeah you see this is where it should have been established that's where your boundaries that's where we're going again with the boundaries girly girly pop Mm -hmm. um because that's when it's kind of like your friend probably snapped because she was like here we fucking go I haven't seen you in a fucking year and we're talking about the fucking fella yeah yeah. but yeah there's kind of yeah that should have been but like our our friends this part like again giving unwarranted advice like you're just fucking there to listen do you know what I mean just listen to a bit of an event you're two girls getting together after such an amount of time just fucking have a little bit of a bitch yeah that's what girls do yeah do yeah. Know, she shouldn't have taken that so fucking serious yeah don't get so in your feelings yeah um, it's not your responsibility and then the phone and the tablet thing I actually do not fucking tell anybody if you do not have kids yourself how to fucking parent I'm sorry kick to the face I'm on the opposite end of that but you... I think it's fair no it's why would I be on my phone if my kids can't be on their t- do you know what I mean it's a bad example but then I don't think it's the right person but you're not a parent you. but you're not a parent I know I'm stomping you down here you're not a parent but the kids don't have their tablets and she's on her phone that's what she's saying the kids don't have their tablets so you're setting like you're after saying they can't have their tablets now they're kicking off obviously they're kicking off because the kids they're don't the have phone. their tablets yeah they don't yeah she didn't say they can't have their tablets so you don't know the situation there they didn't have their tablets with them well maybe that was on purpose that's she said her, she checked her phone for a minute. I was looking at my phone for a minute and she told me to stop looking at my phone because it's not fair on the kids because they don't have their tablets. Yeah. And started a full-on fight with me about the kids and their tablets and me on my phone. Yeah. 
Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Okay. She's, no, the friend shouldn't have done that. All right. In any situation. Okay. Especially somebody with no kids. Absolutely not. Okay, it's out, out of bounds. Okay. Um, went home, played Scrabble, started to fight with the fella because he said he was winning and she said it's not about who's wins. Yeah. It's those snippy comments on top it's of everything else snippy, that kind of... Yeah. That add to the, to the issue, I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're dissecting this so much. Um... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But no, see, when you mentioned, it was when she mentioned the friend that she fell out with five years, years ago. That's when I'm like, <laughs> I was like, there's no, just two friends. So like, you know, mm. that's where I'm like, I'd need a bit more context. Chat, talk it out. I think you can. I think you can fall out with more than one friend, and it not be your fault. But yeah, yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I do think that. Uh, there's a couple of things here that I'm like, do we need to know more? Need we need to know more? Mm. But also, do we need to have a look at ourselves? Yeah. Do we need to self reflect? We need to self reflect. We need to self do. So thank you for that and thank yeah. you for sharing with us. And yes. um, we are, as I said, we, you give us your stories and we just we can fight over them. Yeah. <laughs> and we just fucking flat out back at it. Uh, next one here. Hey Jen and Carla, I was in the most tos- toxic friendship. Went on holidays with the girls to Spain a few years ago. I'm not exaggerating when I say they made my life a hell on holiday. I don't like to lie out in the sun, so I decided to stay in the shade with my SPS on. Gotta prevent those pre- that premature age and Love you it. know. Love it. Um, but they were total sun worshippers, so we're oiled up every day, which is fine, each to their own. But they constantly mocked how pale I was and how embarrassing it was that I was spending my holiday in the shade. When we'd all go out to dinner, all they'd, we'd all pay separately and go up to the counter one by one. They'd always rush up first and pay for their food, but they'd forgot to pay for sides and drinks, etc. Because I was the last to pay, I'd be lumped with all of that. And then they'd say I was last being... Uh, they'd say I was being petty when I said it to them. They also uh, want, they they also always comment really nasty stuff on my Instagram photos in the way that I look, like how they were joking, but I know that they weren't. It's so, so toxic. Really toxic, and I That's, think unfortunately in that they're probably taking the piss out of you constantly, like behind your back. So like, they're like, did you see the photo or did you see the comment I put under Jen's photo? Kind of, yeah. you know, one of those kind mm-hmm. of gigs. Um, I always say, if you want to know who your friends are, go on holiday with them. Really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I've been on a lot of mate holidays and I found out that not everybody you vibe with. Yeah. Not everybody you vibe with the same way that you do at home. It's different, especially when, like, you've paid for a holiday and all that other kind of stuff. I'm looking be. at her profile photo here. She is fucking stunning. Show me her. She is gorgeous. Oh, my God, she's an angel. Absolutely gorgeous. Oh, you're very good looking. It's... <laughs> To be honest, it sounds like you're you just have your friends with a load of mean girls. I was about to say, is it, are they are they jelly because you're hot? <laughs> yeah, no, you are. You're absolutely stunning. And um, I know. Look, there's always like inside group jokes about like you know you're the stupid one, you're always falling. Yeah. You're the forgetful one, you're yeah. always doing this or whatever. But like the way you look and then lumping you with things like that now. It, it's the comments it's that the are comments, are the comments do they do that with everyone as yeah. a means of taking the piss out of everyone or is it just is on that their you because if it's just yeah as well this, this yeah. is the thing like if it is their sense of humour then it's just not a match it's not a match yeah, you can't yeah. really do anything about that there are just groups that it, lads do it all the time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's no different for girls and then but if it's just you and you don't feel right about it I'd be seriously considering just knowing yourself worth and yeah i think the the the, i find that gas the running to pay thing like if that was me i would have slyly like one of the nights been like gone to the bathroom and then paid yeah back to the table and been like yeah i paid for exactly everything so uh yeah (laughs) with that one my big girl yeah and slowly watch the meltdown but it I, i i think holidays with mates are tough like 
it's especially when you're a little bit older and you expect a little bit more out of your holiday accommodation wise food wise everything else like that like i don't think every single i don't think every single friend is is the person that you go on a holiday with no yeah yeah Yeah. um hey girls thanks for covering toxic friendships you're welcome you're welcome uh, I have two good friends I've known since I was in primary school. I'm now in my late 30s. I get on well, well with one girl, but the other is different with me than the other girl. She only rings me when she has news about herself. She had a baby there a while ago and never said anything to me, but said it casually a few days later when I texted her to see how she was. She's told me before that I talk about myself too much, which I didn't agree with, so I tend to watch what I say and what I text her. I don't think we've gotten on well since the time she was abroad and I was in the same country a few months later. She asked me to stop by and see each other, but I couldn't as I had prepaid a tour and I would lose out on money if I got off halfway. She never treated me the same since. It almost felt like she resented me since then. I came home years later, more confident and outspoken, unlike the shy, dismissive person she would have known before. Is dismissive? Anyway, um, I've decided to ghost her completely. I think it's better for both of us. The friendship is like flogging a dead horse. Oh, so you have taken the action that you feel is appropriate for yourself. Yeah. And I applaud you for that. That can be, people change. And this is what I mean about friendships. People can change so much. The person I was a year ago isn't the person I am now. Yeah. You know, that kind of way. Mm-hmm. And when someone is used to the way they know you, it's like a slow creeper. Mm. And they're like, why don't I like this? And it's because they're used to kind of seeing you in a certain way. Yeah, not the person they fell in love with. Yeah. It's like they're used to kind of treating you mm. in that way. And some people will like celebrate you. And I always say this, like this is one of the biggest pieces ever. And it's something that takes a real long time and a hard time. But it's like, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Mm. I think that's really, really, really... Bond. If you take it correctly, it's like the best advice ever. Because you know those kind of you know those friends like as much as they think that they're being coy about like not congratulating you on your new car or not congratulating you on your new job or not congratulating you on you know moving in or Uh any of that kind of stuff like "Mm, we see you yeah yeah we're not fucking thick here like I'm again I'm so fucking lucky with the the friends groups that I have because I even like when I have a bit of news that I know I'm like really excited about I know like I'm excited to tell my friends because yeah. I know they're going to go apeshit for yeah. do you know what I mean but there's some friends I'm nervous to tell right okay yeah. I don't yeah. have that at all now yeah. I have to say I'm really lucky yeah or am I just or some friends I just smart don't tell <laughs> well not that nobody's smart like if people have those friends in their life it's not that they're not smart but it's just I mean I read really look a little bit a little bit <laughs> no um no, but some of those people you can't cut out. You're like, like it is really hard to cut a friendship, especially if you're with Because you say you put so much weight in the years that you're friends with them. Or like you really enjoy the time that you... Had. Had or have. Mm. But it's just shit about other little things. And like, you know it's them. Do you I know what I mean? I'm like to, to have the perfect friendship, you need to be able to grow together as well. You need to be able to communicate without... Mm. You need communication and accountability. And not everybody is up for that. No. And that can be, you know, like I see a lot of people being being like, oh, she was like my sister and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, remember sisters fight. Oh, sisters are. And they fucking yeah. put wool the head off each other. Mm-hmm. And they'll say whatever to each other and they'll get all up in it. And then it'll be forgotten the next day. And it'll be forgotten about the next day. Or they might grudge it out for a month or two. Mm-hmm. But you'll always come back around because that's your family. Yeah. Not that that's a thing that you should. Do. And that's another fucking, that's a whole other episode episode because i truly don't believe in this bond of family like blood is thicker than water not if blood is really really toxic yeah <laughs> don't feel like blood should be blood if blood is the wrong environment mm-hmm. in person like your if your friends can be toxic fucking believe best believe mm-hmm. your family can be too and just because you were raised by the same people does not mean that you had the same same way of life same thinking same anything yeah um but yeah i think that's interesting i like the way that whole flog in the dead horse it can feel like that sometimes and mm-hmm. when it feels like that it really is kind of maybe time to, to put it in the ground you never know you might reconnect in a couple of years she might have matured I do like the thought of though say you haven't talked to somebody in years and I do remember a situation between two friends that I kind of knew a mutual secret and I had this was when we were teenagers it was like nothing major do you know what I mean 
but I had kind of gotten in between that and I think that kind of had a knock-on effect in how they were friends. It's still very, like, civil Mm -hmm. and they celebrate each other's, you know, like, pictures on Facebook Mm -hmm. and, you know, all stuff like that, but they're not... It would have been three of us and then it was two of us and I feel responsible for that, for the way I went about telling... I can't even fucking remember. It was that long ago and that unimportant. I can't even remember how it went, but I know I had a part to play in it and it felt so bad. Yeah, you kind of identify with that and you're like, it's not how I would have handled it anymore. No, absolutely not, no. Um, Now, there was another person that was a fella involved, like, um, and that wasn't out of my control. It was just how I went about telling the story. When really it should have been not the two friends deviating away from each other. It should have been the bloke who was identified as the problem in that situation. Do you know what I mean? Did someone rip someone off? No, it was like, it was just, it was so fucking... Was it petty drums? Yeah, it was petty. petty It was really petty, but... Petty bloke drums. Yeah. Yeah, the usual shy. (laughs) I think I did have a bit of a knock-on effect in how we were as a friendship group, though. But then you did what, you, like, sometimes you can't look back at your decisions and be like, no, I, know. I wish I did this, I wish I did that, because you did oh, what you did at the time with the knowledge that you yeah. had and the, the tools. Mm. And I was a kid at the time as well, yeah. like, do you know? Isn't that shit? Yeah. You're like, I didn't think this would still be knocking around 13 years later. I know, it's not, like, there's no hard feelings, don't get me wrong. Like I said, all my friends group and all my separate friendships, are, they're fucking, I'm blessed with them, like, but, yeah, now I... That's the only kind of thing that I could ever think of that I was like, oh, shit. But I do like those moments years later where it's like, here, remember that? Do you know? I feel and like- then, you, then you can kind of hash it out and identify where, mm. what went wrong where. Yeah. And that How kind of thing. And like, who's yeah. and when. And it's all put to bed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That can be, that can be um, quite... Good for the soul. Yeah, I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a best friend since we were four. Everyone kept telling me when we got older, she just isn't a nice person. But I kept blaming her for not giving... Kept blaming them for not giving her a chance. My red flag should have been um, my mum never liked her. But fast forward till August 2019, we were on a girly holiday, just the two of us. If you want to know someone. Uh, we came home on the 26th and I found out I was pregnant on the 28th and I told her that night. I haven't heard from her since. What? I did what? try and reach out um, <laughs> when my baby was born as we were in a hard lockdown and I knew she lived alone so I sent flowers to know, I for her to know that I was thinking of her and still nothing so my lesson, mother always knows best. Why is she taking that personally? Do you know what? People are weird. Okay, so another memory unlocked. And I've said this on the podcast before. So me and my friend, it wasn't... It was another friend that we had. But, like, she hadn't been around as many years. I think she met her in work or something. But they ended up having a friendship outside of work. And then we all kind of knitted together. We did go on a few girls' nights. And she was having a rough patch with her fella on and off and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And she got pregnant. And she ghosted us. And we never knew why. But she's saying her friend ghosted her. I know, it's it's the opposite. It's like the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. And we would love to know, I'm sure she has a story. I'd love to know what that yeah, story is. Yeah, I know what you mean. You're like, what? I'm sure she has a reason. I'm sure she's like, yeah, well, Jen and Sonia did this and that. Yeah. And we're, we're, like, we're, we're still like, what the fuck happened there? Like, yeah. she just, trying to get through to her in the first place when we were friends and socialising yeah. with her was like trying to get through to Jesus she just never got back to you she was just one of those we just thought she was a <laughs> flake you know that kind of thing it was yeah. like oh I can't get fucking through to her again do you know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. but then she just fell she off just the face of the earth and then I saw her in the centre one day and she was after having the baby um, and I'd seen her online then I think she I tried searching her so I think she blocked me um, and me friend as well because she couldn't find her online either and she like she was a big like she had a lot of she spent a lot of time online and so I know she didn't delete all of her social media but I was like oh Jesus and saw her in the center I was like congratulations what's your called baby all that sort of stuff and she's just kind of like looking at me as if to say what are you doing in my proximity and I was like oh god this is awkward I was like okay lovely to see you congratulations again yeah like because you'd love to be like why don't you confront me with your bullshit (laughs) But obviously, I had absolutely no problem going over. I had no qualms about going over because I knew I did nothing mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. And my friend knows she did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. It's, we were, we're, we're like, what the fuck? 
maybe she just this is what I mean you'd love for them to kind of confront you and then you'd be like oh that's what's going on in your brain okay strange yeah do you know so weird now again we were really young at the time as well like it, it so that would probably be one of those moments like we'd probably see her out on a night out one night why did you ghost us <laughs> yeah hey uh, yeah I have a question what happened there girl yeah and then it could be some real weird thing that you didn't think of didn't even register in your brain yeah, yeah. you're like sorry what yeah. yeah, yeah, you never know. Um, toxic friendships. I escaped from a toxic work friendship. Someone I'd known for 17 years. It got so bad that I was crying myself to sleep. Oh, and gosh. even after that friendship ended, I would still have panic attacks driving past her house or if I thought I saw her car in public. Fast forward two years later and a number of people that she has pushed away since our friendship ended have told me how much she still talks about how horrible I am. Tells people that don't even know me I'm the devil and when she heard I got engaged told everyone I'd obviously brainwashed my fella and put the idea in his head because how could he even think he loves me so it turns out I live rent free in her head now instead of having heart palpitations when I see her about I can't help but laugh to myself wondering what dastardly deed she will tell everyone I've done next yeah so that's like sometimes things get so you're like I actually don't care it's a change of mindset isn't it it's yeah. like yeah. <laughs> you are obviously obsessed with me and it sounds, it sounds like you a problem but this is what I mean about those kind of things. Like when you see their car, or, you know, when you get like a glimpse of them where you think you see them and it's like your heart drops or your whatever. Your stomach falls out of your hole. <laughs> and that can be the same with socials though. Yeah. So that mute and that block button. Yeah. Protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Like not even block, but that, um, you know, the mute. Mute does it. Yeah. They're still following. You just don't watch her shit. So she doesn't pop up for you. Mm-hmm. So unless you go looking to which slap on your own wrist yes do you know so it's kind of almost better so like don't forget that like I saw this tweet and it was like a stupid tweet but it was like do you, do you honestly think that I'm going to like let you people hate on me on this little bird app <laughs> it was my twitter and it was like <laughs> on this little bird app when I stare at my phone all the time fuck no <laughs> like, it's like do you actually think I'm going to let you in to hate mm. on me it's just not going to happen and it's like the same in reverse with those kind of things where it's like if you're going to spend time on your phone which you are and if you're going to be on Instagram, if that's going to hurt you, then block it. Yeah. You don't have to. Why? You don't have to accept that. We hate ourselves so much. We hate ourselves. We hate ourselves. And it's like those little things that like, as you said, change your mindset, all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's so, so, so Easy. important to do those kind of things. Even even if you're having a bit of a, even if it's only in your own head and you're having a bit of a moment with one of your friends where you're feeling a certain kind of way, that mute button is... Mm-hmm. Oh, you've like when you when something's not constantly popping up like I never yeah. thought I'd have the strength to not go on gossip sites and I haven't been on them since February and I like, take full credit yes thank you for that I got Lindsay off them too did you? yeah she finally did it oh good stuff she finally finally did it I got her to do it after I did the podcast with her I was actually like it's time for the intervention girl yeah good stuff now I honestly I don't know have a clue what people are saying and I'm fucking blissfully unaware and yeah. it's amazing you don't have to let people in no you, don't, you literally don't have to I don't, accept but, that and then like I once every now and again it'll, like I'll say something online that I'm not sure about or I'll say something on the podcast that I'm not sure about and then I'll be like oh I wonder what they're saying and then I'll go and I'm like no I don't no, hate myself don't that actually, much yeah you're like I, I don't actually, I actually I love why would, myself why yeah. would I do that to myself why would they do that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, because you, you could you could make anything out of anything. Mm. Sure, we've seen some fucking situations that people have picked apart before and you're like, that wasn't it, even at all, even slightly. So, yeah. why bother? Yeah, there's no point. People will see what they want to see, they'll hear what they want to hear, and they'll listen to what they want to listen to. They'll create their own narrative, you can't control that. And what somebody else thinks of you is actually none of your business. Yeah. I do have issues with that statement, but that's for a different thing. But I do feel like in this situation, it is really important that you protect yourself. And if those people are, as you know, if you don't have the time for it, fucking cut them right out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, very good. Um, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I'll finish up on this one and then we'll move it over to the Patreon. Love your podcast, girls. Thanks. Woo! Thanks for that. Thank yeah. you very much for that. We appreciate Look it you. Up. Look at it. Uh, you're just gas. Ah. So are you, thanks. So toxic friend story. My friend of 26 years said she was thinking of asking me to be her bridesmaid at her wedding, which would have been cool. But then she decided to ask three of the other girls, fine by me. Then told me she needed a quote unquote backup bridesmaid in case one of the others fell pregnant before the wedding. I said, "Um, okay, if you're stuck, I can step in. Then she proceeded to add a fourth bridesmaid to her bridal party. Guess who the fourth bridesmaid was? Well, it wasn't fucking me. Oh, God. <laughs> Clearly not enough to make it make the team, but I suppose uh, I'm a damn good sub, so I'm over the friendship. Well, the quote and fro friendship. What the fuck? 26 years. 
I know we were saying you shouldn't put weight in the ears, but like that's a kind of thing that you you take into consideration when you're picking a bridesmaid. People get weird around weddings, Jen. I know. People get political. I'd really nearly rather not have any bridal party. Oh, I was having this discussion with um, one of my friends is getting married and she was saying the same to me and I was like, look, do what you gotta do because people get mad political around Mm. uh, weddings. When it comes with with godparents and kids. Oh, godparents and kids. That's another fucking strange one. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not an issue for you because you're not getting your kid christened. Um, I know I still had to pick godparents because they were um, picky about it. Like they're honorary godparents. Oh, see, this is what I mean. Here's a fucking like, forward. You know, and I, like, I feel like with weddings, it's so again, it just becomes so like that's fucked up. I'm sorry, but like, and this is another thing. It's like you're supposed to be able to like use your friends to have like fun with these things. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. Like it's supposed to be a fun yeah thing if it's not a fun thing then you need to rethink why you're doing it yeah do you know if it's not mm-hmm. like go crack and you know if you're overthinking it if you have to overthink about a person in your bridal party then they shouldn't be in your bridal party do you yeah. know what I mean or yeah and you know but that should all, that should be it should clear be your closest nearest dearest obviously it's you that kind of thing but I also sometimes I'm like it could just be the people that you want mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be yeah. It is what you make of it. And I think it's a weird one because, you know, there's always like, well, I have to do this because he's doing that or I have to do that because they're doing this or they're doing that. And, you know, they're, you know, I have to pick the sister. I have to pick the, there's all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you're like, or you could just not make it political at all and pick who you want to pick. Mm-hmm. How about that? It doesn't have to be something. Mm. Think about who you want to be in your photos with you. Think about who you want to be around you on the day of your wedding. That is the most important thing. Think about the person and the people that you can count on to help you out when you're stuck in your fucking dress, when you have to get places, when you have to change your hair, when you have to do all those other things. Who do you want to have the vibes with on the wedding of your morning? Or the morning of your wedding? Mm, yeah. That's why like, I'm like, think about like, I bridal makeup artist, I've seen a lot of them. I've seen the politics. I've seen the shit shows. Mm-hmm. So... Just when you're picking your bridal parties, think about who do you want to be there? Who's not going to make it about themselves? Mm-hmm. And who will you have the crack with? Yeah. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to have? See, I have my close knit. I already know. Yeah. Yeah. And then anybody else close, I'm just like, no, you're cool. Enjoy your day. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't, no, no responsibilities for you. Yeah. Look on the bright side. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Look... Sometimes it's an, for some people it's an easy decision for some people it's not. Yeah, it's just it is a, very political though. I will. It can get just very like mm. off the off the charts. You're just kind of like okay, chill out a little bit, please, mm. maybe. Yeah, you know. So uh, let's go to our unpopular opinion of the week. I'm going to piss a lot of people off with this one. All right. Mac and cheese is not the delicacy that you think it is. <laughs> well, it explains to me what mac and cheese It's so American. I've never had it. Is it just cheese and pasta? Yeah. Okay. But it's the shell Like with breadcrumbs. Oh, okay. Did not know like about that element. on the top, like a baked. It's a pasta bake. That's what I mean. That's what I mean, Jen. That's what I mean. Like, there's people that are like, it's not the fucking delicacy that you think it is. You know the way you're like when you always see it, it's like, oh, I got that mac and cheese. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And you're like, oh man, it's just like pasta shapes, a bit of cheese sauce, and some breadcrumbs with a crust. Like, oh really? It's like baby food. You're like a little baby. I always thought <laughs> mac and cheese was just like a saucy type of penne that was shaped like little shells. Mac and cheese can be any cut of pasta. I mean, macaroni is that's why mm, they call it mac. It's an actual macaroni yeah. is a is a thing. Mm. But I've I've seen it's like it's just not it's just not the delicacy that you guys think it is. Like I'm sorry, like you can do a fucking truffle mac and cheese, bang a buffalo in there, do a buffalo truffle, wuffalo, whatever the fuck you want to call it, mm. bang that in there, mix it all up, charge seven ninety five for it as a side, like two scoops of pasta. It's not the delicacy that you think it is. Give it up. Everyone thinks it's American as well. That that's why they're doing it. It's like it's so like yeah, this is what's in right now. Um, and yeah, I was like, why? Why are we? Yeah, doing this? I'm like, why are we? Come on. It's mac and cheese is here now. Our ma's been baking us fucking doing pasta bakes for us for a while. I do you know what I love? Penne, mm. just with cheddar cheese melted on top of it in the grill. 
I you like, cannot go wrong. It's very good. I will agree with that. I like penne with just a bit of butter, tossing a bit of butter, salt and pepper off you go. It's grand, isn't it? It's grand. It's just like, mm, it's yeah. comfort. Mm-hmm. It is. Over the green. Have you got a stamper of the week? Stamper of the week. Carla's stamper of the week. So this week is a little tune by my, my boy T-Pain. Oh. Might have seen him in the press. Uh, he said that Usher ruined his career for a very long time. Um, Usher what? made him quit music and gave him anxiety. Why did what did Usher do? Usher pulled him to the back of a plane before they were going to Vegas or something like you know back the, you know when T Pain was like the yeah he, he was, was like the Timberland huge. of the two thousand and seven. I was oh my god Timberland only came on today with Kerry Hills and of all people I was like oh do you remember they were a duo oh, they were like the Ashanti and J Real they were. Um, they're only around for like a summer but it was fine yeah he did an interview being like Usher like was like you ruined music. With mm. auto tune, because do you remember he did? But like T Pain can sing, but yeah. his style was that like really auto tune. But it was kind of cool, and it was like the, it was it was a his talent. style, like it was yeah. his kind of thing. Um, and Usher was like, "You ruined music," and he was like, "That put me into a deep depression." Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Have a look, have a look. Uh, but he's got a tune out. It's called "I Like Debt," D A T Debt, and it's with Kalani, and I love Kalani. Okay. I love everything that that bitch touches. So if you're looking for a little bit of a stomper, yeah, a little bit of something groovy. If you're a big old T Pain fan, like this yeah. girl right here, you're gonna love that. Uh, that link will be in the description of this podcast. If you are holding your device, go and have a little, have a little tap, tap on it. You can have a little bop, and you can also tap on the link for our Patreon, which we're about to go over to now to continue this conversation. Get candid. Get candid. Okay, thanks a million for listening and for all your support. We will chat to you next week. Bye. Bye.